Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Sleppy, and I'm joined today by our Animancer, Nykadir. Hi. <laughs> that, that's me. And the Art Lord, Ben Segus. Hello. And if this is your first time checking out our show, this is a uh, sort of an audio journal of our, you know, indie dev journey. We're working on a game called uh, Dungeons of the Obelisk. It's a 2D turn-based dungeon crawling loot grinding adventure. And what are we at? We're at like seven months of development now, I would say, um, with only a few hitches. Um, That's our first topic on the list is, uh, you know, I usually take care of the uh, business side of things. So I ran into some issues recently with my accounting service. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> which uh, isn't really game dev related, but it sort of is since since I'm running this as a business. My like accountant just disappeared, wouldn't answer shit, and uh, it, it was just so bizarre. And then like the company doesn't want to give me any refund, and they charged all the money up front, which looking back was kind of a mistake that I'm not going to make again paying for services up front. Um, now I have to go to H&R Block <laughs> to get my taxes done when I thought I had a full team of experts at my disposal. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, who, who cares? It's called 1-800-ACCOUNTANTS. And they're supposed to give you like a three-person team of tax experts that you have access to at at, at all times, basically, is what, what they say. Um, and you have like a little message center and stuff. And looking back, like that dude never answered anything in the message center for me, at least not within like, you know, two weeks or something. He'd come back and reply like, okay, or something. Nice. And then uh, their policy is you have a month to get a refund, and I waited too long apparently. But you know he was at least making meetings and stuff before before that, and then he just disappeared. So I kind of hope he's all right, but I also think that you know this business should be able to uh, cover for people that disappear and stuff. For sure. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I got everything under control now. It kind of had me shook up for a bit, but, you know, looking back, it's kind of uh, just one of those weird things that happens, I guess, part of running a business. Yep. (laughs) Um, Moving on, everybody that's been listening to the podcast would be familiar with our programmer, Kel. Uh, He's decided to move on to greener pastures I guess and we've been looking for I've been spending the uh, actually we didn't address we we missed an episode last um, we usually come out every two weeks so it's been four weeks since our last episode and in that time I've uh, found a new programmer 
and we've he started yesterday as of the time of recording and um you know we're gonna get back on the grind and start having updates again pretty soon i hope yep <laughs> looking forward to it yeah definitely he seems he seems awesome it's good to have a programmer on yeah on staff again <laughs> yeah for sure yeah i'm sort of curious like i want to get him on the podcast at some point and and talk about like what it's like just jumping into code that someone else has already made which i assume happens a lot you know if you're working on like bigger projects and stuff but i'm i'm curious how that all works out really yeah for sure for sure like i i think it definitely happens plenty in game dev but it's it's definitely going to be a bit of a growing period i guess or yeah yeah, I guess there's not much to say about about that without, um, you know, having him here to talk talk to. But so we'll move on to the next thing on our list, I guess, which is designing the uh, Sludgesaurus. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, that that was a fun one. I mean, we we kind of like came up with the the idea. It was like I I don't know if it was me or you that like kind of suggested the the idea of the i don't know how to pronounce it totally correctly so i'll i'll just guess but it's the dilophosaurus from jurassic park yeah i think that's it it's the the spitting <laughs> yeah the spitting dinosaur like that was kind of the the starting point with the actual design because we were we were talking about a, a kobold for a little while and then it kind of kept changing and changing and then we ended up with the Sludgesaurus which I, I really like mm -hmm. how it turned out. <laughs> yeah uh, definitely the the Dilophosaurus was your idea. I, I was starting with the Kobold because the first you know levels of our of our dungeons are kind of the stereotypical mobs that you find in a dungeon like the slime and the rat and the gelatinous cube so they're they're not you know they're they still have our spin on them but they're kind of the entry level mobs that you get on you know most rpgs anyways yeah so i was kind of going along with that theme and suggested the kobold and then uh i like where it went you know it's something a little more unique than 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 just having a regular kobold or, or something of the like a goblin or something like that it's it's kind of taken on its own thing as a multi-eyed, you know, velociraptor-looking thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's it's definitely unique, <laughs> which I'm I'm excited to do more unique stuff for the game. Like, I mean, obviously, like you said, kind of put our own spin on the the starter mobs. But like, yeah, once we get into more and more, just kind of weird stuff <laughs> unique stuff it'll be a lot of fun so yeah for sure like that's your whole thing is designing cool monsters so i can't wait to get into <laughs> like deeper levels where weirder things make sense oh yeah i've got i mean very loosely i've got ideas so <laughs> we'll <laughs> see what happens <laughs> what do you think nika you're you're currently working on animating it now oh yeah well uh, I will say for one thing, uh, the art is just beautiful, and 
I haven't really got any like animations finalized yet, but just like rigging it and like trying out the posing and trying to make sure everything looks right, it's it's looking really good. Like <laughs> I'm not sure how to explain it like without having it just the show, but like I don't know. It like it deforms really well right now. The only thing that's kind of like I'm still working on is the eyes because it is multi-eyed and so oh, trying yeah. to make sure they all play nice with the rig, which isn't too hard. <laughs> I had to do some stuff like that with the rat as well. And it, oh, gotcha. it just like, like for the most part it followed along, but then there was like some <laughs> stuff where I had to manually make sure it like lined up just perfectly. And like part of that comes down to how I rig it. And if I spend just like a ton of time, I can make it work perfectly. But like either way, I'm probably just gonna worry about getting it out and getting it looking nice, and <laughs> I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I th I'm uh, really excited to get this character like moving and have its like jaw like opening and closing and all that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 kind of. Like, you end up doing dorky stuff when you're animated, and, like, I'm just sitting there, and I'm, like, making his head, like, kind of move around, and I'm making him, like, kind of chomp on things and seeing how it looks, and I'm, like, yeah. yeah, it's it's just, it's all clicking already, so that's, that's a good vibe. Awesome. <laughs> Can you open doors yet? Can you open doors yet? <laughs> I don't know. His arms are so small. It's going to be, maybe with his mouth. Maybe bites and turns. <laughs> I wonder how I don't remember Jurassic Park enough to to remember how they opened the doors on on there the raptors. Yeah, they were I just remember being in disbelief answer. when it happened. I was like, no, you no, that's a door. You can't do that. And then it, you just see like the little doorknob turning or whatever, and it's just like, no. <laughs> I don't know. I I've seen my cats get into stuff oh, yeah. like that, so I, I don't <laughs> wouldn't put it past a Velociraptor. Honest, I mean honestly, Slegosaurus. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, pe people always underestimate birds, but I've seen them do some clever stuff, and that's like a descendant of those. So I'd be yeah. kind of scared of one that had teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Oh gosh. I mean, just, just visually, that would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I saw someone Photoshop a, a duck with teeth once, and I hated it. I was like, that's oh, terrible. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, they, I guess geese kind of have, like, little spikes, but I don't know. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> geese are horrible. Like, that could probably be a mob in our dungeon. <laughs> Honestly, oh, I have so much... I have. I have so much battle scars from just growing up on a farm. Like, I could tell some horror stories. <laughs> now I'm just but, imagining, like, a, a pond level, and yeah. it's just all geese. <laughs> like, you have, like, all these small geese, and then there's, like, maybe this big boss one in the middle that they're all, like, swimming around. Yes. You kind of cue up some, like, Dark Souls choir music, and it, like... <laughs> But, uh, nope, yeah, <laughs> I, I will say just one more thing about the Sludgesaurus. You wouldn't think it, but I think it's going to be easier to animate than the, than the blub, just because it's not, like, the blub had, like, the layers with the skeleton and, like, the cube. 
And that yeah. wasn't too hard, but it definitely like had me having to think about both of them. And this guy's just like, just arms, just legs, a tail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, like, it's like kind of returning to something vaguely humanoid again. Well, I mean, I've been doing skeleton, but. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. The skeleton one should have been fairly easy, right? Because you were able oh, yeah. to just reuse the uh, player character. Yeah. Animations. Hon Honestly, the only thing that made that hard was just like when I when I tried to copy and paste it over, it tried to copy the uh, the character mesh exactly. So it was counting for where I placed the bones like on the original body. Uh, that's confusing because skeletons are made of bones and then rigging has its own <laughs> term called bones. But so I basically I just had to kind of manually adjust usually the arms and the legs a bit. But for the most uh, part, it was just copy and pasting animations and then just making sure it didn't break anything. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. easy. <laughs> like that one was kind of refreshing, too, after doing the whole cube setup too honestly <laughs> which i i i want to say that wasn't like extremely hard it just like it it was a kind of a new design challenge to think about and i was like okay i can do this but yeah, you know I it's kind imagine, of a blob so it's like you have to figure out how to make a cube look dynamic <laughs> yeah because like it could technically move anything or any aspect of it like it's just like yeah but like it's, it's yeah. <laughs> you could technically have, like, made some bones on each corner of the cube and then, like, pulled them down to be, like, little leggy stubs or something. I, could, <laughs> um, I mean, it would look weird. I'd be kind of, like, mess distorting the artwork at that point. But, like, you can totally just... The sky's the limit, really. Yeah, exactly. I, just, I try to work within, like, how the art's designed. I'm like, how can I see this moving? And then I try to get as close to that as I can. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh let's stick to the the theme of of mobs and stuff and uh let's talk about a mimic for a little bit. Um we have chests in the dungeon that you can open and get stuff out of and man, I really want them to be mimics sometimes, but I'm not sure if if it's worth um the time it'll take, you know, because we want to get the game to launch, so we have the MVP, which is the minimum viable product, which is, you know, the smallest the game can be at launch and still be, you know, fun to play. So I don't know if Mimic should be in the MVP or not, but mm. it would yeah. probably be cool. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely justify either. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I love my mimics. Mimics are one of my favorites. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, for sure. Like, I feel like whatever happens, like, if this game continues, a mimic belongs in it eventually, whether that's sooner or later. But, like, I don't know. Like, I almost wonder if we could, like, design one as a boss and then have, like, smaller versions show up, like, in later levels or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's an idea. But like also we could also it could be like a big content update it's like oh gosh the chests now can potentially kill you when the player was yeah. like used to that not happening for a while yeah <laughs> what would be good about mimics is that it gives you another opportunity at a you know legendary item because a mimic would end up being like a you know an elite mob i think oh yeah yeah so so it would be 
good to run into them as long as you can beat them because you right. get, you know an extra loot drop chance in your dungeon yeah yeah for sure yeah along that line a lot of games like this have a treasure goblin too oh yeah that runs around and spawns every once in a while that's probably something for later <laughs> like characters that are kind of just like loot piñatas basically like <laughs> yeah exactly god yeah, yeah i've seen i've seen stuff like that <laughs> I, I, yeah, feel I think like... most oh, ARPGs have those like little goblins or something. You know, I always call them a loot goblin. I'm not sure what they're actually called. Yeah, IDK either. But uh, yeah, like I'm I'm thinking I like Gungeon has a mob that just like if you kill it, it drops ammo, or like if you kill it, it drops a key, stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah. like if you don't, they run away, and it's like they can disappear if you aren't fast enough. <laughs> mm. Oh, that would be a cool mechanic. Like, you know, it's a treasure goblin, but you have like ten like, turns to beat it, you yeah. know, or something before it runs. That would that be pretty cool because then it wouldn't be about like like with a mimic, it's like you could get killed in that situation. But the other one, it's like you just failed to like measure up enough to get the the loot, or you grind it till you're good enough to pull it off. And either way, it's like a gameplay thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll probably backburner both of those yeah. until we get the rest of the mobs in. And then once we have all the mobs that need to be in working, then we'll probably like reevaluate and see if those should be in there too. For sure. Yeah. One of the other mob questions I have is uh we do our update videos and we kind of show everybody like you know the status of the game and and how things are coming along and we've been pretty uh good at showing all the mobs off and letting people know like what we're working on but when we get to doing the bosses for the you know um you know level 10 in the dungeons is going to have a boss and then uh the breach is going to have a breach boss so I'm wondering if we should show those off or if that should be something that we kind of keep secret before we launch. I almost wonder if we could like, I mean, this might Blur be- them out. <laughs> well, that and like maybe tease them a bit. Like maybe we can make the, the enemy sprites like pitch black or silhouetted or something. Yeah, yeah. And then like be kind of <laughs> teasing like, oh, there's this boss, boss, we're making a boss, but we're not gonna reveal it. And then yeah. it can be kind of a, a, a big deal when we do reveal it, maybe, if when. <laughs> yeah, I think we should definitely like try to do something like that. We'll like blur them out or put yeah. a, like a missing no in, in place of the art <laughs> or something. Yeah, or maybe some kind of just some kind of like teaser image, like beware, this thing's loose in the in the dungeon. <laughs> and it's like kind of like obscured and blurry and then you get into the dungeon and you see the thing. <laughs> it's like a big reveal. Uh, I don't know. Definitely yeah, like, yeah. I feel like not giving it all away is a good idea. Like mobs are common enough that I don't feel really bad about just like showing them off, but like having things to like build up to sounds like a good idea yeah so they still have something to look forward to <laughs> for sure yeah i think so too um i mean we have the balancing issue to talk about i guess but i kind of feel like we could leave that one for next week 
next episode. Sure. <laughs> um, have a good mob discussion on this one. Yeah, it seems more of a mod, a mob-centric episode. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah, what we got a, uh, we've got like our tank with the, with the uh, gloves, and we've got our blubs are kind of like I don't know, they kind of take a lot of hits, and then you have your plague rat skeleton. Yeah, <laughs> we've yeah. got a nice little handful of mobs at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We we almost have everything for, you know, the first dungeons to be complete. Because the way it's going to work is like dungeons one through ten are like w- one tier basically. So you kind of have all the same mobs in those dungeons, and then level ten, you have a boss in that dungeon, and then once you hit eleven, that's a new set of mobs so when the game launches we'll basically only have dungeons one through ten you know so you'll grind dungeon 10 once you get there for for all the cool loot from the boss and then uh you know once you're once you're stacked (laughs) then you have the breach as well that will open up once you defeat the dungeon boss and that will have its own set of mobs on there that we haven't really started yet the skeleton's gonna be the trash mob for the breach but we don't have anybody else anything else designed for that yet gotcha gotcha well there's maybe gonna be a healing mob in oh the yeah dungeons yeah. yeah we talked about it i want it to yeah. be there but i'm not sure if we have that you know the healing moves and stuff in the game yet so we'll have to see if we once we get those kind of abilities in the game then we can have a mob that specializes in them yeah yeah that's a that's a good idea i was trying to think of like what kind of mob types we still haven't because we we have a pretty good like a pretty balanced group already it seems but yeah for sure definitely like some like i don't want to I don't know if calling them trick enemies is the right thing but like special mobs that can do stuff like healing uh especially for long term that's a good idea yeah i've been calling them like specialists or whatever the only one that we haven't talked about i guess would be like crowd control Mm. you know so i want to have that stuff in the game but i don't think it's gonna happen for the mvp so stuff like sleep and paralyze and like a stun and poison that kind of thing um you know i want players to be able to like specialize in that kind of stuff and then you know, if the player can specialize in it, then there can be a mob that poisons you as well. So that's something that, that might happen, but I think it's probably going to happen, you know, in, later on in the game yeah. in an update. We'll add those things. But yeah, I think that's our mob episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you guys for, for listening to the end of the episode. If you made it this far and you're not in our Discord... You got to go to knobcat.com, find the link to our Discord. That's where we post the updates for all these mobs that we've been talking about. Um, that's where the videos will be of the prototypes and gameplay and things like that. We also have an Instagram and a Twitter. They're both at Dungeonsobelisk. I don't know. I don't know, Nika. Where are we at on the uh, competition? <laughs> I was ahead of you for a little bit, but I think you passed me up on yeah. followers on your Instagram. Uh that is a good question and one that I really wish I had my phone for. Um, <laughs> I, I believe I hit I hit like the early seventies the other day. 
Oh, yeah. wow. I'm still in the 50s then, for sure. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you're, you're doing the work. I'm I'm kind of <laughs> surprised because, like, I, I took a few days kind of just, like, chilling from posting every day, and I still have some, uh, some of the uh, Skellington to post, I believe. And I've still managed to be getting fairly consistent followers each day. It's... It seems like tagging's really working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, maybe people like our game, too. Hey, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, another thing, too, is, like, I've literally, like, I think we've gotten, like, maybe three messages at this point that have been, three or four messages that have been a variation of, like, I like your project, or your project looks cool, can I help out? And, like, that's, <laughs> that's really cool. Like, I've been kind of just, yeah. like... Like, no, we don't need a music producer right now. Our head guy's a music guy, but, like, I'll let you know. Or, like, hey, follow our Discord if you're interested. I try to point them in the direction for more stuff, but I've just been right kind of surprised to even get that. This is really cool. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need that because we need to make money when we launch so we can keep making <laughs> updates <laughs> for sure for sure and so. i'm i'm happy to say a lot of the people interacting are like other game dev groups too like <laughs> i want players to find it too but like if it was just a bunch of bots or something i'd be sad <laughs> yeah yeah that's pretty cool but yeah i guess uh follow the instagram follow the twitter get on our discord and i think that's it for our podcast this week Bye. 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 <laughs>